know about you, but I'm thinking another flood isn't such a bad idea. All in favor of just a total earth cleansing, say aye. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Something is going on. Some of us see it. Some of us feel it. It's time to expand your thinking. You will need to reset everything you thought you knew about the world, about the people you trust, about history, about yourself. Let me tell you a story. For a very long time, our world has been under the growing influence of a vast transgenerational criminal mafia that was able to rise up to the highest levels of power. We didn't know because they talked and acted just like you and me. We thought we could recognize true criminals by their words and actions, but were deceived by their sophisticated speech, wealth, education, beauty, and power. Through a system of threats, blackmail, and bribery, they would come to occupy the highest levels of power in government, corporations, and education. You may know them as the Deep State or Cabal. hope you're doing good oh boy um let me tell you there's a lot to discuss today um i mean a lot and uh i'm gonna need some input from you i have a feeling that um i definitely need some input from you um i think because really and truly there is so much to discuss and the deep state is a really interesting thing because a lot of people don't know when we're saying they who they is and we had a death this week um and that death resulted in um the i think i, I shouldn't say good loss <laughs> but jacob rothschild right um uh, bit the dust so there's a lot to talk about with that because i think people if you're I, there are some observations i have about that so we'll get there and also the headlines will get there too. Um, I want to talk just for a minute about that. You can call up open phone lines and I'm happy to take your calls. Uh, 888-673-1450 if you're listening to us live in the afternoon. That time changes, by the way. That time changes uh, two hours backwards. So two, So we'll start at uh, 1 p.m., mountain 1 p.m mountain and then um of course uh we'll end at 3 p.m mountain which is um the, the new start time for the show is 3 p.m eastern um so make sure and remember that next week i have to make sure and remember that next week i have a feeling i'm gonna have a hard time <laughs> because i'm so wired to do the show at this time um oh there's so so much to say and i really um I really want to start out talking about Rothschild, okay? We need to understand a little bit more about that family. And I do have some some insights, like I said. Also, Joel Skousen is going to join me in the next uh, hour as well. So we got a lot on the docket. Um, what was funny today was I was kind of looking at, kind of perusing the headlines just to see. I do this every day because I have to know what <laughs> what uh, Fix News is putting up, what CNN is putting up and stuff. Um, one of the top stories was chief medical correspondent says something is missing from Biden's physical report. It's interesting. Glaring omissions. Like we don't know. Um, and also just really weird stories. Um, Fannie Willis awaits decision. Gee, I wonder what that's going to be. Um Happy, I'm, I'm not kidding. We have 
we have so much going on in the world, and this is a top story on Fix News, Fox News. Happy Days star Anson Williams opens up about finding true love in his 70s. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you were on the edge of your seat wondering what Anson Williams was up to from Happy Days and whether or not at 70 he finds a girlfriend. Okay? So there was that. And then, of course, the CDC makes major change to COVID isolation guidelines for the first time since uh, 2021, flu protocol. They really want you to be sick. Um, And they really want it to be dire. And then, of course, uh, the Empire Star says it's immoral to tax slave descendants after being ordered to cough up $1 million. Okay. And some Americans will receive a second Social Security check this week um, <laughs> because of the, the, uh, the extra out of day in, in February. And then also, um, and some other reasons, and then, of course, judge rules on new Arizona voting laws that require proof of citizenship to vote. You know, it's funny because we get told a lot of headlines. And I would have to say that most of the time, the media is not covering anything that you need to know. Well, one time on a, on a different show, I said, you know, I make, I, I made a, a macaroni salad, um, over the weekend. And I said, and there's lots of different recipes. And I went on and on and on. And then at the end I said, macaroni salad is true, but that doesn't mean that it's the most pressing thing for you to know about. <laughs> right. So there's lots of things on there like Anson Williams that are absolutely ridiculous that fill space, but there's no real good reason for it having that there. Okay. And I get, don't you just get so tired of the fluffery? So, uh, let's go to, uh, the Rothschilds family for just a moment. Cause I, that, that intro clip came at a really interesting time. This is when the whole Q movement was afoot. Okay. And there were some things about the Q movement that I thought were positive and just gleaming from that clip, that clip was true. It was right. It was what it is. They were talking about what the deep state is and how it formed. And, and the, there was people behind, there are people behind the deep state, right? Or the deep state is behind the governance and some of the corporations and everything infiltrating and influencing and not only influencing, but controlling. And that's an important aspect of this. And so there were a lot of good things. If you ask me, if I was being really honest, (laughs) I would say that uh, General Flynn had some stuff to do with Q. That's my gut feeling. Um, and I'm not particularly that fond of General Flynn. I know a lot of people are and paint him as a hero. I don't. I think some of the things that happened were pretty suspect. And I know some things off the air. I just, there's some things there that don't add up for me. And I do feel like Obviously, this was something that was very infiltrated to get people to think that we were winning, winning, winning when we weren't. And so Q was shining a light, a true light on the deep state. It was it was shining a light on a lot of truth, not all of it, but a lot of it. And I was actually grateful for that because it made people want to go do some research and study. But you can get down some pretty fierce rabbit holes at the same time when you do that. And not all rabbit holes of, 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 uh, theories are true. Um, and there's a lot of conspiratorial fact and that's what we try to stick to. Of course, people conspire. They always have, they always will. Satan's a conspire. Lucifer's a conspire, right? So, so we have, we know this to be true. We understand it because as the plans roll out, they're too coincidental. 
So in that clip, I thought, you know what? There's some truth here, some really good stuff here. And so I play it still because I really, really love it. But yes, it was, um, they used a lot of techniques in psychological gaming to get people to think that a lot was happening behind the scenes that wasn't. And I think that's really hard to come to terms with. After the election, we heard that Trump was still president and that he was going to step back in. None of that happened. And so I think for a lot of people, there needs to be a sort of come to Jesus moment, you know, where you go, okay, maybe, (laughs) maybe all that I heard in the cumin was not true. Um, And there's a lot of things like that, that kind of skewed and were kind of skewed. And so the reason I'm telling you that is because a lot of good and a lot of things can come, a lot of knowledge can come from these types of things because they have to. Otherwise, if they don't represent some truth, no one's biting, okay? But just like all media, you have, um, you have the, the percentage of uh, truth told versus the heaping dose of propaganda. And the heaping dose of propaganda is always going to turn it a little or twist it a little. And we always need to keep that in mind, right? So they're going to do another movement like that. I I would be sure that they would. It worked the last time and it kept people down. They might not do it in the exact same way because people would be onto it. But we have to watch for these psychological games that the deep state puts on that I think that we have the best intentions. I think that we are a good people and I think that we recognize we're not being told truth and And I think that you want to get down to the bottom of it. And I actually think the only way to know solid truth is to actually pray for answers in that. And I know there's people out there that don't like that answer. Okay. But there's no other way that we can know what's true and what's not. I I really don't think there is. You know why? Because the psychological games are that insane. They are that horrid. Okay. And they are that clever and they know how to game people. When we were talking um, about all the things that changed yesterday in the 1970s from the 1970s on, and we were talking about, you know, we get, we get steered behavior modification. We also have a lot of chemicals in our water. We also have a lot of stuff that makes us dumb (laughs) to tell you the truth. So it always cracks me up when, when people say we're this, we're the smartest generation, but yet, and and then you go back to caveman, (laughs) Right. Like, like it's been a building up through history as if we're the smartest ones that have ever lived, which is a total joke, because even those in the 1800s were smarter than we are. So I always find that to be a little odd and amusing. Um, But there again, um, when you're looking at the deep state, there's a lot of facets of the deep state. And of course, they look really nice. Have you ever seen pictures of the Rothschilds? Um, You've never seen a more. A people that is so devoid of spirit (laughs) as the Rothschild family. And Senor Rothschild was on a clip that I was listening to. And he was talking about pretty much the inbreeding in his family and saying that they keep the money in the family, kind of jokingly, but true. They keep the money in the family, the fortune in the family, um, because they're constantly marrying each other, each other's cousins, each other's everybody, because they don't want to lose it to an outside source. Or have the family infiltrated, right? So they marry each other. And he was joking, but he actually was saying that, yeah, it's kind of true. And if you look back in history, it is. 
Um, so many Rothschilds have married their cousins. It isn't like anyone else didn't do that. We had a lot of royalty do that too. But for the same reasons, royalty stuck to certain, you could marry certain people for a reason. Bloodlines are everything to them. And the Rothschilds family, originally from Frankfurt and, and rose to prominence through uh, Mayor Amschel Rothschild. And there's a couple of things. I'm not going to go into the whole history. I'll take some calls from you. But there's some things like, there's just some things that I notice that I want to I want to pass on. And just some little things. I'll be right back. Kate Daly Show on a Friday. Joel Skousen in the next hour. I'll be right back. Is the Kate Daly Show? Come now, you can watch my eyes lighten up like I'm seeing red. Come tonight, like you're looking at the living dead. I'm the silhouette you can't forget, not a sight and not a sound. Oh, you can't your finger down on the trigger. I'll knock you out and lay you down, cause I call it fast. Hi there, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. That song is called I Am the Enemy. <laughs> Uh, welcome back. Of course, Birch Gold, text them, 989898. I'm really encouraging you to do that right now because I feel like we only have options for a certain time. You can also get um, everything backed with gold out there that you have, uh, your IRAs, your your retirement, but also uh, $10,000 worth of free gold and silver to you. Find out how you can do that. Ask them. But when you text that number, they're not going to uh, pressure you or any, it's not about that. It's it's about giving you some free information actually. And then you can decide and peruse that and, and see what your options are at least. Highly, highly recommend it. They're fantastic. Steve Bannon uh, goes to Birch Gold. So does uh, uh, Ron Paul. All right, so Joel Skousen coming up in the next hour, and I just wanted to kind of go through some things. I have a clip, but it won't fit in this segment, so I'll play it in the next segment. But I, I want to say, um, uh, <laughs> when I was looking at the backgrounds of the Rothschilds family, um, certain things. So here's here's kind of the the line that that they kind of give everybody about about this. Um, um, basically, um, established a banking business in the 1760s. Actually, it started before that. Um, but unlike most pr uh, previous court factors, Rothschild managed to bequeath his wealth and establish an international banking family through his five sons. This is true. They he he dispersed them out into London, Paris. Frankfurt, Vienna, and Naples when they really got moving. And what they would do is they would give people the ability to deposit gold in one country, get a receipt, and then go ahead and get that gold from another country. And of course, that was a, that was a big hit. And that the family, they say, was elevated to noble rank in the Holy Roman Empire and the United Kingdom. But they don't ever tell you why. <laughs> they just go, they have titles. They're basically telling the government of uh, Britain what to do, but, and they have all these titles just because they have money. You know, you probably know people with money, right? Does that mean they automatically get titled? Probably not. Um, now we're talking about some fierce money. Yes. But isn't it interesting that they automatically had to give themselves titles and it was always, it was Lord Rothschild. <laughs> so even the blasphemy of that, right? Naming themselves after, 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 after that is amazing to me. But 
They also talk about how they were elevated to noble rank in the Holy Roman Empire in the United Kingdom, and the family's documented history starts in the 16th century, like I said, starts before that, um, in Frankfurt. And the family would meet in Frankfurt often, actually, to decide who was going to come up in the ranks, have their little Bohemian Grove, <laughs> whatever they're doing over there. And, um, and then it derived the family house, the Rothschild, built by um, Isaac Bachrock, in 1567. And so it's funny that they state, oh, they really got going in the 1760s through banking, but they had a huge presence before that. It's just, it's sort of like kind of alluded to, <laughs> but the breakout story is always heading back to, to the banking era. So then what they do is they say that the Rothschild's family in 19th century, um, in the 19th century, possessed the largest private fortune in the world, as well as in modern world history. Okay. Then they go on to, to lie to you and say that the family's wealth declined over the last 20th century and was divided among many descendants. Remember what I said about the breeding that went on in the Rothschild? Uh, it stayed with the family. It wasn't divided out. And of course, um, when they said that he died with only like 870 million, that is such a lie that it's just laughable. And I think they're just laughing at us at this point that we would actually believe that. Um, but they, they're in financial services, real estate, mining, energy, agriculture, your food, winemaking, nonprofits, a lot of philanthropy with money laundering, I, I would assess <laughs> at this point. And um, the family's rural architecture uh, exists across Northwestern Europe. And that is true. And there is something kind of interesting about all their bios. You know, you, you cherry pick a few things in, in everyone's bio to give the synopsis of their life. What's fascinating to me is every single one, the Jacob's, Jacob, Jacob's father, Jacob's grandfather, Jacob's great grandfather, Rothschild's, every single one had a cherry picked, they were bullied and it was anti-Semitism, and it was because they were Jewish, even though they're rich and very, very wealthy, they have to give you this, they were traumatized by bullying due to anti-Semitism. And I cannot tell you enough how that storyline penetrates all of their bios, as if this rich clan that was ruling the governments was ever truly bullied. I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that severely. I'll be right back. I have an interesting clip for you, and I'll be right back. Hey. Is the Kate Daly Show? Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. I'm so happy you're tuned in on a Friday, and uh, <clears throat> we're talking a little bit about the deep state because this is. You know, Jacob Rothschild died and there was actually a woman, I think, over in the UK who was taken out of her job. I think she was in real estate <laughs> for saying that she was glad he was dead. <laughs> can you believe that? No, I can't believe it, actually. I can't believe it. Um, actually, uh, before we get rolling, go to activatefiq.com and pick yourself up some great supplements. Their sleep product is awesome. I really highly recommend this one. And um, it's all natural, so it doesn't, you know, make you spacey all day or anything like that. It's really, really good. Their new histamine is all natural, so for allergies, I get these. Um, you might want to, <laughs> you might want to grab histamine from them and try it because it's natural and it has uh, less effects on the body. Okay, um, and you can go to activatefiq.com. Code word is Kate. 
Same thing with Birch. When you text Birch 989898, then it, you put in K-A-T-E, okay? And you'll just get back the free information. You don't even have to talk to anybody. They'll just give you back this free information, which is really nice. You can just look at it. Okay, so uh, let's keep going. So the Rothschilds are really kind of interesting. And I would have to say that um, that Victor, Victor, he goes by Victor, Rothschild was really, really interesting guy because he was uh, the grandfather. And this guy, or the father, I'm trying to think. Was he the father? He died in uh, 1990, uh, the father. So Rothschild, uh, this particular Rothschild, um, uh, I think it's Jacob's father, he joined the Cambridge Apostles. It was a secret society. And at this time, it was predominantly Marxist. Though he stated himself that he was mildly left-wing and never a Marxist. <laughs> but yes, you go through the trouble of getting into the uh, secret society that is Marxist. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, he became friends with these uh, four other individuals, and they became known as the Cambridge Spy Ring. He had a flat in London he shared with uh, a couple of these guys. I think he threw Blunt under the bus, but... That's my own personal opinion, one of them, because he actually bought some art after um, after it was found out that Blunt was a, a, an agent out of Russia. Um, he went on to go ahead and get the art from him. Hmm. There was a lot of suspicion about that. He was the fifth man in the Cambridge spy ring. And he's come out so many times and went, oh, I wasn't, I promise. I believe you. You're such a good guy. Uh, yeah, sure. Anyway, um, he ran the fifth column operation with his assistant and um, had a lot to do with um, with MI6. Just very, very sad, sad guy. But you know what? One of the statements that comes up in their bios all the time is the Rothschilds family has frequently been the subject of conspiracy theories, many of which have anti-Semitic origins. <laughs> So that's how they get you to shut up because they're just conspiracy theories, even though, as I'm telling you all of this, this is all in their own biographies and you can look at them and know, I, I always, I always, this is something in my life that's been very, very true. And that is by their fruits, you shall know them. And you can come to understand who somebody is and, and what they care about and what they're about. And I think it's getting easier and easier to see. Actually, I really do. Um, I'm going to play a clip for you. Uh, this clip was, was uh, it was really, it was good, uh, really graceful. She did a great, uh, Grace did a really good job on this. And so I'll just play a few minutes of this talking about the Rothschilds family, Lord Jacob Rothschilds family. Here we go. Whoops, here we go. In maybe a crisis or two, loans are dished out at exorbitant interest rates on both sides of the wars. Then when both of those governments can't repay those debts, the Rothschild Bank calls in the loans and takes possession, installing a central bank. In 1913, the same year the Rothschild-funded Anti-Defamation League was founded, the Federal Reserve, the central bank of the United States, was conceived. It is neither federal or owned by the government. Yep. The Federal Reserve is privately owned, which means it generates private wealth. Guess who benefits? Not the American people. One year after the creation of the Federal Reserve, World War I began. Pitting the Allied and Central Powers against each other, guess who was funding both sides again? You guessed it. 
And the result was the fall of the German, Russian, Ottoman, and Austro-Hungarian empires. But who cares if there's money to be made off both of the winning and losing sides? After all, it brings us closer to a one-world government, doesn't it? And a one-world government means a central global bank. In 1917, through the Balfour Declaration, the British government expressed their support for a Jewish homeland in Palestine. The letter was written to none other than Baron Lionel Walter Rothschild. With the Versailles Treaty of 1919, Britain was entrusted with the temporary administration of Palestine. Now I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. With the Rothschild bankers funding both the Axis and the Allies, the Second World War brought us closer to a one-world government with the establishment of the United Nations. But money wasn't the only thing that the Rothschilds contributed to the Second World War. According to a book by psychoanalyst Walter Langer, not only was Hitler supported by the Rothschilds, he was a Rothschild. Hitler's father was the illegitimate son of a girl who was living in Vienna at the time she conceived. And at that time, she was employed as a servant in the home of Baron Rothschild. But as soon as the family discovered her pregnancy, she was sent back home, where Hitler's father was born. With the House of Rothschild claiming to be a Jewish family and the force behind the Zionist movement, their connections to Hitler and the funding of both world wars is curious, especially given that one of the results of World War II was the state of Israel. How many lives have been lost in wars funded by bankers? War is profit, and if war ceases to continue, the cash flow stops, thus posing a big old problem for those who rely on war for wealth. In 1963, even though war was over, the bloodshed hadn't stopped. On June 4th, President John F. Kennedy signed an executive order which returned to the U.S. government the power to issue currency, which meant they didn't have to go through the Rothschild-owned Federal Reserve. Six months later, JFK was assassinated in Dallas, Texas. In the following decades, central banks continued to pop up across the world, with the European Central Bank set up in 1998 in Frankfurt, the city from which the Rothschild's banking dynasty began. And after 9-11, the United States declared a war we've really not been able to get out of. An endless war on terrorism that the world is frightened into with each seemingly random terrorist attack. This is so true. Remember when I played the clip from Netanyahu and Bush and they were both saying that if we would just take out Saddam, right, even though he had nothing to do with 9-11, if we would just do that, then everything would be peachy keen. Yeah. Um, also, what is a Zionist? A Zionist is somebody that could claim to be Jewish um, and under the cover of anti-Semitism um, be able to do a lot of heinous things against the Jewish people, but then claim to be one at the same time. And there's a lot of that going around. There's a lot of Zionists. And a lot of people won't talk about this. Most conservative hosts kind of stay away from the subject. And I know why. When I first started radio, I was like, oh, you never talk about that. And so, of course, when they say don't talk about something, I'm going to talk about it more because, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't like that. I don't like being told I can't ask a question and can't talk about anything because they developed the scenario of anti-Semitism. They, they developed it on steroids. They exploited it so that 
many, as, as Christ even said, right? Christ said, many will act in my name, say they are mine, but they are not. This goes right along with what I'm saying. And they love the cover of anti-Semitism so they can get away with a lot of bad deeds because no one's allowed to say anything about it. And they keep the media in check this way. They keep Congress in check this way. And if you're just hearing this for the first time, I know it can sound, well, it's the truth. <laughs> so however it sounds, deal with it. I mean, I'm just so tired of dancing around all this stuff now. Um, and the Rothschilds family... They're the family we know about. There's actually other families. I'll talk about those two that actually run the world. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Daly Show. This is the Kate Daly Show. listening to the Kate Daly Show. And of course, uh, visit my great sponsors. Did you know that you can tell your friends and family and anyone you know on social media, they can actually stream the show live every single day. And at our new time, which is 1 p.m. Mountain um, on Monday, starting on Monday, they can stream the show live from katedalyradio.com. And all they have to do is click the listen now button. They just go to the website and it's right at the top. Click the button. You're good to go. <laughs> okay. And that means you can also call in too, if you're listening to us during the day. Um, so I love that. You can also watch the show on Rumble every day. You can also watch the show at frankspeech.com and then multiple stations across the United States. Um, so let me, I, I, I want to finish this little clip because I think she has, I think Grace had something really good to say on this. And I've done speeches actually off the air about, about this that she's going to bring up. Here we go. And so here's the rest of that clip that I was playing from Really Graceful. She does a good job. She puts together a lot of content. Here you go. Whoops. Frightened into with each seemingly random terrorist attack. Hatred and fear fuels each side of the war, but only one entity funds both sides, keeping each rival distracted from focusing their attention on whose war this really is. I wonder what will happen to us, to people like you and me when there are finally no more wars to occupy us. Magicians can only enchant their audience if the audience is unaware of how the trick is executed. If more people knew about how the shadow government operated, then maybe we could channel our energy into creating solutions for the future. But that's the thing, we're too busy paying away our debts, working at jobs we mm -hmm. hate, so we can spend a little time with the people we love. Yeah, it's all about the trick and the trick is, is a good one because if you can orchestrate something that dictates you're something else and the Rothschilds like everybody to know that they're Jewish and they go all the way back. But I actually think these are the kinds of people that um, Christ was talking about when he said, you know, you say you're mine, but you're, you're, you're far from me. You're not mine. And, and I do, I do feel like that's how it is. I, you have a lot of people invested in these wars profiting everything comes down to money we know that but it's very telling um that they would hide behind that and give themselves a cover for all that they do and this is why 
You don't hear about the Haldemore, which actually had more victims, right? The Haldemore and uh, Ukraine, Russia, the Haldemore, uh, when they were literally starving people to death. Uh, you don't hear about a lot of these other things, but you hear about Nazi Germany more. And it was kind of fascinating in uh, Hitler's uh, genealogy. That's kind of fascinating, isn't it? Um, also, The Guardian did a piece where they said rumors of a link between the U.S. first family. This was 20 years ago. Bush's grant, you know, uh, George Bush and the Nazi war machine have circulated for decades. Um, it was never a rumor. Um, uh, good old Prescott Bush was actually, uh, um, there was actions taken for trading with the enemy act because he was shoring up <laughs> Germany with weapons. I mean, and his family goes way back. So the whole Bush lineage is so awful. And that's one of the first things I studied getting into radio is because most people go, the Bushes love the military and they're, they're, they're good people. Really? You ought to do some homework. Whenever I hear that, I know somebody's invested not even a single drop of time into homework. They believe whatever Fox News and CNN tells them. The Bush family is diabolical. And I don't think people realize how deep that family goes and is entrenched. He was helping Hitler's rise to power, Prescott Bush, and so involved in banking and what have you. So there's so much there uh, to unpack. But I just wanted to say that it was funny that The Guardian 20 years ago was saying, well, there's rumor. No, <laughs> there was people knew about it at the time. And this guy was still president even after his father was president, even though it was trading with the enemy act on Prescott and into the banking realm. I mean, there's something so wrong with this family, but it goes to show you that the presidential races are fixed and that certain people rise to power at certain times. Caller, you have about a minute. Go for it. Yeah, real quickly on Prescott Bush, uh, uh -huh. you can go to the congressional record. Yeah. <laughs> it's not conspiracy. No. You can look at the indictment. He was indicted, and he continued his bank continued to fund Adolf Hitler six oh. months after we were at war. So that's arguably espionage and tre treason. Yeah. But really important is that th these banks, uh, the Brussels controlled banks of all those countries you mentioned, mm -hmm. and more like Austria, mm -hmm. and uh, they are uh, their influence is because they are the national creditor. If I had somebody that would give me an indefinite amount of uh, loans, and I can force the American people to pay those loans back because that's what government has. Like mm -hmm. They have the power of force through taxation and through inflation, a hidden tax, to pay them back. And that's how they make most of their money, so much yes. through foreclosure. Uh, no wonder they have such political influence. And one mm -hmm. quote from Meyer Rothschild, he said, and it's very true, mm -hmm. let me issue and control a nation's money, and I care not who writes the laws. Mm -hmm. And and that, that is yep. uh, so very important. Thank In terms you. of the amount of money they uh, control, yeah, like the Rockefellers, there was an assessment done years ago, mm -hmm. and they the Rockefeller money together is far exceeds any single individual in America, more than Gates and mm -hmm. Bill, uh, Buffett. And, I uh, agree. The head of, I agree. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I, I absolutely agree. And it's interesting because the real families, I told you I was going to mention some of those, the Astor bloodline, the Bundy bloodline, the Collins bloodline, the DuPonts, the um, Lees, the Onassis, Rockefeller, Freeman, the Russells, the Von Dunes, the, um, you know, of course you have the Rothschild. It's funny how we get, we get certain characters to concentrate on, the Soros the Gates, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, but 
it actually exceeds beyond that. And you'll never find them on the Forbes list because they stay off of those lists. They don't want people to understand. This is why when they wrote the articles about Jacob, um, they did not include his wealth. They weren't going to. Okay, they want you to make it, they want to make it look like they're big philanthropists. <laughs> um, there's so much money laundering in that philanthropy and there's so much going on there that I, I don't think people have, really contemplated what those places do. Carnegie and, of course, the Rhodes Scholars, Rothschilds were, were uh, part of that in building up the Rhodes Scholar, all kinds of different things um, that they have been um, in control of. And there's people in control of them. And that's what we don't ever talk about, right? And, of course, when it comes down to being Zionist, you have to look for the wolf in sheep's clothing. And these are, in, these are everywhere. You have it in politicians. You have it all over the map of people pretending to be something they're not. And this family is <laughs> has that in spades. Oh, my gosh. They've done so much damage. And everything comes back to them as money. Everything is profitable. And everything they've got their fingers in. But a lot of families do, was my point. A lot of families do. And yes, it does go down to the Bushes and the Clintons, and they're all buddies. The Obamas, they're all buddies. It's a buddy system. And um, there's a reason that people rise to the presidency and are put into place. They're never going to get put there, right? Unless the powers that be are behind that. I'll come back with Joel Skousen. And uh, of course, stay with me on The Kate Daly Show. It's getting good. KateDallyRadio.com.